What is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome to the Mitch Gray Show. Ah, it's been a little while since I've recorded a podcast for you. Uh, We've got some really, really cool uh, things that are happening. And then with the holidays, it's kind of made it a weird time of year. So, um, first of all, today is Music Monday, so I'm going to give you your Music Monday selection. I posted about it on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook uh, this morning. So I'm really excited about this Music Monday selection. Um, I would love to meet this guy one day. Seems like a great guy, a great person, really good writer, really good artist. And so I'll give you that in a second. Um, a few updates on what we're doing We have changed our production and um, distribution platform for the podcast. And so, unfortunately, we lost uh, some of our past podcasts. And so what we're trying to do is, since we have changed uh, platforms on how we distribute the podcast, I'm trying to put some of the old podcast back up. (laughs) I know many of you uh, already downloaded the podcast from from our previous show and but but somewhere in the mix those got lost probably because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. That we'll say that because it's true. So um, what we're doing is we're putting out new podcasts simultaneously, trying to repost many of the old podcasts because we got some great feedback on those podcasts. We had some people tell us they wish they could have downloaded those podcasts. So we're trying to do that. It's still the Mitch Grace Show. Anywhere you find your podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, uh, we're working on Spotify, we're working on Stitcher and some of those other places, Uh, but we're on all the other places, and so you can find us uh, really almost anywhere. Um, So you'll just find the newer shows that we're posting, but we're trying to get some of the older shows back up. So those of you that missed the older shows, or you want to go back and listen to the older shows, you can do such a thing. So be patient with us as we put out new stuff, repost old stuff. Um, And we're even going to repost some of the stuff from our former show, Soul Food for the Chicken, uh, because we interviewed some uh, guests on there that were great. And we had some topics that we discussed that we really, really liked and got good feedback on. Um, so you will actually hear some of the stuff from Soul Food for the Chicken over the next few weeks, but we're still posting new stuff. Today's a new show. Super excited to continue our Life Tree series. Uh, our last uh, new show was the Life Tree Chapter 1, Roots, and it was a great message, great show, inspired many of you. It was good for us to do some homework on that topic and um, check out what it really means to inspire each other. Today's topic is the Life Tree Chapter 2 Community, and I think you're really going to be inspired by what is going to be said about community, about what it means to live life together, and um, yeah, some really good stuff. So make sure you follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Mitch uh, M. Gray Media, M-G-R-A-Y Media, that's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, M. Gray Media. Um, okay, for the Music Monday selection, I want you to do yourself a favor, and anywhere you buy music or download music, please go check out a guy by the name of Drew Holcomb, D-R-E-W-H-O-L-C-O-M-B, Drew Holcomb, great singer-songwriter, really fun music, easy to listen to. 
I jammed to his new album this morning. It's called Souvenir. I jammed to it while I was at the coffee shop doing some creative work. Drew Holcomb, you can find him on Twitter, at Drew Holcomb. You can find him on Instagram, Drew Holcomb Music. Website is drewholcomb.com. By the way, most of these people that I am referring you to, I do not know. I've never met them. I'm not uh, helping them out because they're uh, you know, part of the group that we're producing and putting out there. This is just music, and on Wednesdays, we just give you book resources because it's impacted uh, my life and those close to me. So please go check out Drew Holcomb Music. His new album, Souvenir, is crazy good. Um, Even if you don't really care for his style of music, just listen to the words, listen to the music. You can't help but smile when you listen to this guy. Drew Holcomb, follow him on Twitter, at Drew Holcomb. Follow him on Instagram, Drew Holcomb Music. Check out his website, DrewHolcomb.com, and go download, purchase his album, Souvenir. You will not regret it, I promise. Okay. That's our Music Monday. Uh, We try and do that every Monday that we do a new show. On Wednesdays, we have Wisdom Wednesday. We'll be up uh, this Wednesday with a new selection for you there. So, hey, I hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I hope you had some time to rest and to recuperate and to eat too much food. But I also hope you balanced that with some stress-free time, maybe going to the gym, uh, maybe taking a walk, maybe heading out to the mountains or the beach or wherever you find uh, solace, hopefully having some time for yourself. You know, holidays and breaks aren't just about, it seems like we try and squeeze so much stuff into holiday breaks that we forget that they're also about us. They're also about taking time for yourself and just slowing down a little bit from the grind and just taking time to breathe and be rejuvenated for the next season that's happening. So I hope you were able to do that during the Thanksgiving weekend. Now it's kind of the next few weeks. We're gearing up for the Christmas holiday. People are going crazy. It's Cyber Monday. They're shopping. They're probably spending too much money. Just make sure you take time in this, uh, in this modern world of capitalism that you just take time to not spend money and you take time for yourself and you take time to be with those that you really love the most And you just take time to to rejuvenate yourself, to reflect on the past year, and to make sure that you go into the new year amped and ready to go, healthy, ready to make good decisions, ready to give it all you've got. And don't burn yourself out during this. I see so many people that I just feel like they get, it's kind of like taking a vacation. Sometimes we take vacations and we do so much during the vacation that we need a vacation to rest from the vacation, right? Have you done that to yourself before? I think all of us have. So just remember to take time for yourself. It's not selfish. It's not something that you shouldn't do. It's something that you should do to rest and recuperate and measure yourself and be ready to go. Okay, the Life Tree Chapter 2, Community. The Life Tree Chapter 2, Community. Oftentimes we think of community and we only think of towns and places and certain people. I want us to take the time to think of community not only as your small local tribe of people, but also as humanity as a whole. 
We are meant, brothers and sisters, to live in community with each other. In small portions, maybe at your work, you have a a closely held group of people. Maybe with your family, you're very tight-knit and you're a community. Maybe you are a part of a social group, a social network. You go out every weekend and you spend times together. Maybe you're a part of a church or another type of fellowship and you spend times together and you talk about important things and you do things together and you share the most intimate times together. But we're also a part of a community as humanity. We're meant to live together. You've heard me say that a million times and you'll hear me say it a million more. Because it seems like, especially in the country that I'm in, America, it seems like in a time that we should be living together the most, that we find ourselves more segregated. Yet we are meant to come together and to live as one people, not just as Americans or Canadians or or Koreans or Indians or whatever, In fact, those labels are simply that. They are labels. They are territorial markers that at one point in time, for the most part, were trivialized and dominated through war and through power and through money. So really, when it comes down to measuring the human movement, territories don't exist. They're just geographical boundaries. There really is, when it boils down to it, no existence of American or Canadian or Mexican or Korean or whatever. Those really don't exist. They are man-made boundaries. Most of the time set by fear through domination. Really, brothers and sisters, we were meant to live as one race, not segregated, not separated, not segregated by color of skin, not segregated by socioeconomic power, not segregated by railroad tracks or high-rise buildings, not segregated by labels. We were never meant to be segregated. Ah, but the human spirit of selfishness And fear often drives certain people to develop these boundaries and for the most part can be traced back to fear and ignorance and power and the desire of money and politics. But it's all driven by the unknown. Someone once upon a time didn't know anything about someone else and they were scared to walk into the unknown. And so instead of walking into the unknown and allowing fear to be their friend of motivation, they developed boundaries or they caused slavery or they sold those people that they didn't understand so they didn't have to deal with them. They sold them to their neighboring country. You see, it's all based out of ignorance fear, and the unknown, which in one word is encapsulated by insecurity. And secondly, immaturity. And so there's people like me who are preaching the message of unity, not agreement, 
but unity because the greatest calling of humanity is to live together. And so we are chasing this dream that will one day be redeemed in reality And we want to take part in this redemptive process of unifying the human race. I hear people say one world order or or the unification of humanity. And they say it in terms that are negative. And I'm like, hold on a second. The greatest thing that we could ever do as a human race is be unified. (laughs) The greatest thing that we could ever do as a human race is to bring the outsider in and bring the high-rise occupier to the street, and bring the person from across the tracks, or go across the tracks to the person, the greatest thing we could do is negate all of that, tear it down, and live as one. That is what we should be after. So today, we're going to talk about community, and what it really looks like and means to live and walk together. I've got a few things for you today. The first thing is this. When we live in community with one another, we are a better version of ourselves. Think about it. Don't you feel much better about yourself when you go out on Friday night with a group of friends and you laugh and you have fun? Or maybe you stay at home and invite some friends over and you play board games and you eat a lot of food. Don't you feel better about yourself when you come home from a night of socializing and being with people that you love and laughing until your belly hurts? You know the laughter that you're sore the next day? It feels like all you've done the previous day was crunches and sit-ups. That type of laughter, when you partake in that, don't you feel better about yourself? You feel more secure. You feel safer. You feel motivated. You feel like you can do anything, accomplish anything, and you set out the next day with a little hop in your step and a smile on your face and your hair's just right, and it's all good. Why? Because you spent time communing with other humans, especially humans that you love. You just feel like a better version of yourself. So the next few days are better. And when you left that group setting and you left that time with those people you love, before you left, what you did is you designated another time that you're going to be together. So not only are you now living feeling better because of the previous moment, but now you're living better in this moment because you're looking forward to the next moment of being with your community. You're a better version of yourself. And brothers and sisters, if that happens to you, don't you think it happens to the other people in the group? So let's just say there's 15 of you that got together and you had this time together and you laughed until it belly hurt and you can't talk today because your your throat is sore and hoarse from having so much fun the night before. By the way, not hung over, hopefully, because you're taking care of yourself, right? But regardless, you still had a lot of fun and you ate too much and maybe you drank a little bit. But regardless, what really mattered was the laughter and the love and the spirit and the harmony of being together. And all 15 of you now are having a better week. Why? Because you're a better version of yourself because of community. But maybe just maybe for one of you, that week became a challenge. 
But because of your spirit of community and being the better version of yourself, you're now able to tackle that challenge with more aptitude and better attitude than you could have the previous week. And now all of a sudden, this tribe, this community that breathes life into each other, it now propels you forward and gains momentum. And you look forward to when you're going to meet again. And it's just a reciprocal effect of making you a better version of you. And it's doing it for everyone else as well. And so now more good is being done in the world. Now, brothers and sisters, let me give you the magnitude of this awesome inspiration. Could you imagine if every human on the earth were able to take part in that on a normal, regular basis? Could you imagine how things would change? So you see, just simply by being a vital part of a community, you are taking place and part in the redemption of the human process. You are giving your part in a small way to changing the world. Don't discount that. Don't discredit that. And don't negate that feeling you have in those moments that you are able to be a part of a community. The second thing the community does for us is it allows us to breathe life into each other. It's that feeling of when you're around that certain person that you walk away going, oh my gosh, I can change everything. It's the moment that you sense that energy of nothing is impossible. It's that moment that you lay down at night and you go, because of the love that was shown me, I can rest easy tonight. It's breathing life into each other. It's helping each other along. It's making a difference in each other's lives. But if we only walk this life isolated, then we never are allowed to breathe life into others or to be breathed into. But being a part of a community forces us to do that. To breathe life into each other and to be given that oxygen of life into ourselves. The third thing about community. Brothers and sisters, we were all given a gift, a passion, a talent, a hope, a desire within. It drives us. It motivates us. It allows us to dream. It allows us to breathe. It moves us forward. Whatever that gift, that talent, that passion is, it was given to you for two reasons. First of all, it was given to you to give you purpose. It was given to you to motivate you. It was given to you to take and create something with. But secondly, it was given to you to give others life and inspiration. Think about it. Music is maybe inside of you. Yet if you hold that music in, no one ever hears it. But that music was given to you for two reasons, to give you purpose and identity, but to also allow you to inspire others with it. Maybe you're a writer and there's a book inside of you, a story to tell, an inspirational message to give. Maybe you're a speaker or a preacher or a teacher. 
and those messages that haunt you at night, that keep you up, trying to seep out of every pore of your body, it was given to you for a purpose to give you life as well as others. Maybe you're an entrepreneur. Maybe you're an architect. Maybe you're an accountant. Maybe the things that keep you up at night have to do with how to build technology to improve the world. Those things, friends, were not given to you by by, by happenstance. It's not an accident. You were given something sacred and holy that you have purpose and also that you will give others in the world life. So I will tell you what I tell myself and many others every day. Do not hold your gift back. Maybe you're a chef. Maybe you're a great mother or father. Maybe you're an athlete. Whatever it is, as many people as walk the earth, that's how many gifts and passions there are. Why? So that as humanity, we can all gather together and each one can bring their gift and lay that gift on the table. And each one of us can open each other's gift and it gives us purpose and it gives us life and it gives us oxygen and it gives us motivation and it gives us inspiration and all of of a sudden we walk away better than we were before. But brothers and sisters, there's those of us that won't even come to the table because of insecurity or fear. And then there's those of us that come to the table, but we say, oh, no, 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 my gift isn't good enough. Brothers and sisters, your gift is just exactly what it is meant to be, and it's perfectly okay. Because here's what happens. What happens is, two decades ago, I started making little songs that I wrote as a teenager on cassette tapes. And I thought, man, these are the best thing. And then five years after that, I think, man, those were terrible. And then 10 years after that, I think, man, those were horrendous. And so I continue to make music on CDs and cassette tapes. And then what happens is, in the present day, my 16-year-old daughter finds the cassette tapes that her dad made as a teenager, and on her new Walkman that she got as a gift, she puts them in and she listens to it, and she goes, Dad, I can't believe you did this at 16, 17 years old. That's awesome, and I think they're terrible. (laughs) And she gains inspiration from them decades later. My point is what I think is a terrible gift to offer to someone else is exactly what they needed. And when I find that out, I go, oh my gosh, if I actually take care of this gift and make it better and do something with it, then it can inspire more people. So what I may think is a terrible offering to the person that needs it, it's the miracle they definitely needed to step into. So brothers and sisters, if you're sitting at the table of humanity and you think you have nothing to offer My advice to you is simple. Just simply give what you have. Because what you have to offer is exactly what someone else at the table is needing. And that will inspire you to go and create more. If you're that chef and you're trying to make you know, a new kind of spin on on, on baked duck or whatever, I don't know. Or or you're a chef and you're trying to to create great vegetarian meals for those that only want vegetables and fruits and whatever. 
If you're that person and you're thinking that your creation is not good enough, just offer it to someone. Because here's what will happen. You're going to offer your meal to someone, the meal that you think is terrible. And normally people aren't going to tell you it's terrible. What they're going to say is, thank you. Now here's maybe what you could improve on. I have to believe that the majority of people walking the earth are grace-filled and compassionate. And when you offer your gift, they're going to give you honesty, but it's going to be honesty in a way that will propel you forward in your path. So chef, offer that plate. Musician, create that music. Poet, write that poem. Author, write that book. Business person, start that new business. Create that business plan. Student, go to school like you've never gone to school before. Because brothers and sisters, we need you at the table. And at first it's awkward, and it's weird, and it's strange, and it's embarrassing. But when you lay your gift at the table and someone looks across with tears in their eyes and says, wow, how did you do that? It's exactly what I needed. You are now energized to create more. That, my brothers and sisters, is what community is all about. Take part in what's happening in the world. Do you notice that we never mentioned agreement or opinions or anything like that? You know why? Because those don't matter at the table of humanity. Our differences are set aside. It doesn't matter what your opinions are when we're offering our gifts to each other. All that matters is we're present and we're giving life to others while they give life to us. That, brothers and sisters, is the miracle of community. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Give us your feedback, repost, share, like, subscribe, whatever you got to do to give this message to someone else. Uh, like us on uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, M. Gray Media. Make sure to go check out our Music Monday selection, Drew Holcomb, at Drew Holcomb on Twitter, at Drew Holcomb Music on Instagram, DrewHolcomb.com is his website. Download his new album, Souvenir, today. Brothers and sisters, I pray that you'll be a part of this commun- community of humanity. Make sure you're around healthy people, doing healthy things, serving the greater good of love. Have a great day. I will see you next time.